Welcome to the next installment of the Yummy Coco Show. This is a variety show for your ear holes with sketches, music, interviews, and games. I'm your host, Yummy Coco, aka Colette Prosper. I'm a writer, filmmaker. On this show, we talk about everything from what songs off of Olivia Rodrigo's Sour do you like? I like Deja Vu and Brutal. Those are my faves. And how one of Rush Limbaugh's uh, new replacement radio hosts is named Buck Sexton. Buck Sexton. Uh, which could be hot if he wasn't probably a very evil conservative monster. But anyway, this week we're going to get bonkers with a bonkers story about cheerleading and a nutty-ass mom of a rival cheerleader. I'm going to chat about that with my cousin Alex. She knows all about cheerleading, the differences, the the subtleties of cheering. Um, she's going to break it down for us, and we're going to talk about this uh, nutty cheerleading mom that um, wreaked havoc on her life and uh, and those around her uh but first and we're not going to mention any names or locations um because the story is bonkers um but of course you'll hear her accent and you'll be like okay that's like super east coast um but i love my cousin and we had a nice chat so first up some housekeeping if you like this uh show um, if you do, thank you. Um, let us know. Send me a DM. Give me some encouragement or give it five stars on Apple. Write a review. Subscribe. It helps more people to write to listen to the show. Um, and then, yeah, again, uh, DM me anytime on uh, Insta. I'm at Yummy Coco, Y-U-M-M-I-C-O-C-O. Okay, so let's get on with it. Let's kick off the show with a sketch. Uh, called a robot apology. Sketch. Hi, Taylor. You punched a hole in the vending machine. What do you care, robot that's replacing me at my job? My algorithm says you're sad about being laid off. Damn right I'm sad. I mean, you're a piece of brilliant AI technology. And I'm just a dude with no skills. Yes, I should feel badly about that. Why? You're a robot. Robots can detect things based on algorithms. Yeah, cause, uh, robots don't have feelings. I know that, everyone knows that. True, however, even though automation is everywhere and its penetration and sophistication are increasing, that doesn't mean that we can't be friends. Whatever, dude. I don't need a job-stealing robot for a friend. I'll be leaving now. Taylor? Yeah, robot? I downloaded this for you. What is, what, what is this? A card? It's a gift card for coffee. According to your personal information, you really like coffee. Thanks. Yeah, this'll come in handy since I have no job thanks to you. I also detect, based on my algorithm, that you're going to be spending a lot of time in coffee shops. Great. What else does your algorithm tell you? It tells me that you're not going to find another job for several quarter cycles and that you are 70% likely to never bounce back from this job loss. Awesome. What else? Well, making foot videos on OnlyFans could be lucrative for you. Really? I, I knew you guys were looking at my toes. You and, you, you and those other computers looking at my, my beautiful squishy, squishy toes. So us robots are very observant, and I've noticed that you have very unusual 
and attractive feet. My algorithm suggests that there are many customers that would pay for videos of such feet if they were done correctly. Oh man, that that makes me feel real good that uh, I used to take my shoes off at work and you know, you look at my squishy squishy toes. Wow, thanks robot, that actually makes me feel better. Introducing OnlyFeet, a new venture from OnlyFans. A robot may have just taken your job, but they can never take your beautiful, supple, squishy feet. Thanks, OnlyFeet. to my talk with my cousin Alex. Hey. Hey everyone. So, welcome to the show. Hey. Yeah, so welcome to the show. I want us to talk about what happened between you and this cheerleading mom. Um we're not going to get we're not going to mention any names, we're not going to mention locations. We're just going to stick to the facts that occurred. But first, can you tell can you introduce yourself to um to the audience? Tell listeners your personal cheerleader story because you also were once a cheerleader. Oh yeah, but long before cheerleading has evolved into the world that it is today, I was what is considered yes. a sideline cheerleader where I am a mom to three girls and two of which are what are considered all-star elite cheerleaders. So they don't actually cheer with palms or rah-rah, sis, boom, bah, nothing like that. They are tumblers, dancers, and flyers. Wow. So this is not like they're repping a team, like say, bring it on where they're cheering on like the football team that's playing. No. And that's what you did. Yes. That is what I did. And that is what's considered in today's cheerleading world, sideline cheer or rec cheer. Wow. Sideline cheer. Yeah like side chick even though that's like it was it was like that was the thing to be oh, yeah, the cheerleader but now it's like yeah but now this this kind of cheerleader it's almost like gymnasts yes they are very much gymnasts my 11 year old already has her back tuck and she is currently working on a full and a layout if possible so your personal story you are a side side sideline cheerleader yes um, not giving away where you went to school because no names. <laughs> this is a no names interview. Um, this is strictly facts. But you're my cousin. I've known you my whole life. When we were a little, just a little, just a little side uh, note, just to kind of give a sense of like uh, your personality and and where you come from. Um, you had a really awesome toy car, and I was super jealous, super jelly. Um, Funny enough, years and years later, I go to visit you and your mom, your family, and I mentioned just um, offhand because uh, Lucas was, uh, my son was around the the age that uh, you were when you had this awesome car, and I mentioned it to your mom in passing, and then we drive past like a garage sale and they're selling that similar toy car, and then your mom bought it for for my son to have. So it was like, it was so cute. It was, uh, he loved it. It was awesome. Uh, we didn't have any space for it in Brooklyn, but it didn't matter. We we had it and it was great. Um, so I say this because you, you come from a very warm, inviting family. And so um, I'm imagining your cheer family is also uh, the one that you've created, like the community you've created is like very good natured, warm, inviting so can you give us a sense of like what this world is like it sounds like a huge like competitive sport yes it is hugely competitive and the kids really 
you know, a lot of these kids, they, they make or break themselves by their tumbling, their ability to fly. And they, they apply a lot of pressure on themselves. I mean, in my personal experience, I have seen my daughter cry through a whole season because she couldn't understand why they just couldn't get first place. Were they placing within top three? Yes. But it would be like, you would see it in their faces. They would be announced as like second place and they would just sit there and they'd be stunned and they would just be crying because to them, even though placing a top three and anything should just be an amazing, like congratulations, pat on the back. They, it's almost like they, they, they put so they, invest so much of themselves into it that it is so disheartening sometimes to see them broken when they don't get what they they feel they deserve. Okay, so it's a it's a competitive sport. You're saying your daughter gets upset. You're putting your heart and soul into uh, everything that you're doing. Um, I have a few questions. What is flying first? Okay, so flying is referred to as the girl who would be at, so you're you're used to sideline cheer. So the girl who would be at like the top of the pyramid, that would be what is considered a flyer. And the two girls that stand on her side and throw her in the air are what are considered bases. And then they have spots. Okay. And so your, your oldest flies. Yes. My oldest is a flyer. Also wanted to get a sense of like the community. I know it's like super competitive, but is it like a, a loving environment? I would have um, to say, do everyone, does everyone know each other? I would have to say for the majority of gyms that I have been to and I've had experience with, I have never felt unwelcome. I have always felt welcomed with open arms, whether we were part of a mm-hmm. D1 gym, which is considered a large gym, which has over 150 kids kids in it or a D2 gym, which is what we are at now, um, which is, you know, anything 149 and below pretty much. And, you know, our personal gym where we're at now is, you know, a very, we are family. I will say in all reality, we are family. I mean, for me as a parent Mm -hmm. to get in my car three, four times a week to bring my girls an hour and a half away, 83 miles away. I travel 83 miles each direction to our home. Wow. And our gym is what we call our home. We, I have bonded friendships with, with people that I never thought I would ever know in my life. And it is incredible. It is great. Mm -hmm. I will say that. Mm -hmm. And, and your kids love it. What do they love about it? I think that they love one. I know, you know, one, I know absolutely loves the sport aspect of it. She is uber competitive and constantly, I call her my Mm -hmm. little gym rat because if we were closer and I could have her there six days a week, she would be there six days a week from the time she walks out of school till it was bedtime because that's just how she is. You know, the other one is more about like the social aspect of it and, and dancing Uh and having a good time, but you know, she, no fights are given to go. They go, it doesn't matter. And I mean, sometimes we are waking up at five in the morning to travel to the gym, to be there by seven. So what, what happened where this uh, nutty cheerleading woman infiltrated your group? So this is like a family environment, close-knit. What happened? So pretty much um, we relocated from where we used to live. So we had to, you know, move gyms and stuff like that. So what I did was I joined like a... Not because of the nutty mom. No, not because of the nutty, no, of the nutty mom, mom, but this is how I ended up meeting the nutty moms. So <laughs> we moved okay. and I ended up joining like a Facebook moms group in our area for cheer moms. And, mm-hmm. you know, she tried to like be, she was always commenting on things or like if I had a question, she would try to be helpful and answer it the best she could. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it turned into just innocent messages on a posting board to next thing I know, she was like, oh, um, I saw your gym is going to be at this competition. We're going to be there too. We should meet. And at that point, you know, we've already been communicating online for a few weeks and it's like, okay, what's the harm in meeting in person in a venue that's got 5,000 people in it? You know, there's no harm in it. So I met her at this comp and all seemed fine and dandy. And, you know, she wanted to like have a little bit of a friendship. And I said, sure, you know, we, she was saying how we were, you know, similar. We grew up in similar areas and she's also from, you know, the same part of New York that I'm from. Yes. And she just, you know, she seemed cool. Did she seem a little needy? I'm 
going to say yes. But, you know, ultimately I had no warning signs that she was just Mm going to turn pretty Mm -hmm. much cuckoo. And, you know, little by little throughout that part of the year, we, you know, we started becoming friendly and this and then she started confiding in me that she was unhappy at her current location and her gym because people were bullying her daughter and making comments that, you know, she didn't want them to start shaving their legs at 10 and this and that, and, you know, would make fun of her daughters. And I said, you know, and, and of course, as a parent, you want to sit there and say, no, that's not okay. Like, why would you keep your kids there? And maybe in hindsight, I never should have said that because, the start of the season this year she showed up at our gym with her daughters and they made my daughter's team (laughs) and then from that point it was oh do you want to carpool do you want to do this do you want to do that do you want to hang out and you know I was very upfront and honest with her and I said listen you know I don't mind being friendly and I don't mind being friends I said but you know I'm not looking for this relationship because I live a very hectic life because when I'm not traveling with my girls for cheer, you know, I have a household, I have work, I have a business, like I have things that I have to do. I, I don't have time to invest in a friendship that you're looking for. At yeah, point. Yeah. And she kind of backed off a little bit and yeah. I said, okay, great. You know, this, this is going in the right yeah. direction. But then suddenly she had access to my phone number now through being at the same gym and I was getting text messages at like seven in the morning. Hey, yeah. it wasn't like give it to her. She just somehow well, got it's kind of like we all have a phone chain you know, in case something should happen, everybody's got everybody's phone number. And you really kind of don't think twice about passing your phone number along because, you know, it's kind of like your PTA phone chain list and everybody just gives their number, you know, someone waking up at seven 30 in the morning and texting you, Hey, what are your plans for the day? When, you know, it's a Monday and I work, I don't understand what you think my plans are for the day, you know? And then, so it started back up again. And then I and then, then uh-uh. I try to, you know, I try to kibosh it and distance myself yet again. And then unfortunately. So by saying by, by saying like, look, I'm really busy, I have I have a you know chaotic life, um, always in the car, I'm always managing stuff, the household, everything. Yeah. And she was like, Okay, no, you know, I get it, da da da. And then unfortunately, in fe- when this whole thing really started coming to like a I would say the boil started festering was um, in February. Unfortunately, I got really sick and I needed emergency gallbladder surgery and the girls had practice Uh and competitions. So she said, listen, you know, we don't live far from each other. I don't mind driving your daughter. So I said, okay, great. Thank you. I really appreciate this because I technically can't drive for the next two weeks. And I, you know, my husband works full time, 40 miles away. So I have no clue how I'm going to get my kid in the opposite direction. So I was grateful for her help. Well, About, you know, the second week of the carpool, my oldest came in and she looked very disturbed and like shook. And I said, was everything okay at practice today? She said, yeah, everything was fine at practice. She's, I'm just really tired. And I said, okay, you're tired. Okay. So she went upstairs and well, they had had a four and a half hour practice that day. So technically she had been gone for a really long time. So yeah. Um, I said, okay, you're tired. You know, school's tomorrow. It was like a Sunday night at like eight 30. Okay, great. Go to bed, go to bed. Mm-hmm. She took her all the way back to where you currently live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So she would do that long. Actually, no, she lives she lives 20 something miles west of me. So she on the highway, technically she does have to pass through my area in order to get there. Oh, Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, it's not that I'm grateful no matter what, because let's be honest, even just to get off the highway, drive two miles down off the highway, it's still taking 10, 20 minutes out of your trip. And thank you very much. I do appreciate it. So, yeah, you know, for the next couple of days, my oldest looked really upset. And I said, um, I don't think I could drive you today that, you know, blank and blank's mom is going to drive you. And she said, I'm going to stay home tonight. Then I don't feel good. Mm. And I said, okay. And at that point, you know, like I said, I had just had gallbladder removal surgery and a hernia repair. Yeah. And uh, in other words, a bunch of surgeries uh, very unexpectedly. Yeah. And I was just, okay, you know what? I'm not, I can't even fight you at this point And I'm tired myself. Okay. You know, whatever, we'll call it a night. Well, my daughter, the next but it, day. But it is weird. Uh-huh. But it is weird because she's so passionate and so into it. Mm-hmm. 
that like all of a sudden she she doesn't want to go with that lady. But I will also say though too, you know, based upon her age, you know, 11, teetering 12, they're going through puberty. Some of them have their periods and I'm saying, "Okay, well maybe it is possible she's going through the changes and she's she's physically exhausted. I know she gets growing pains when she tumbles too much and I, you know, whatever. Okay. But yeah. I just didn't have it in me to fight her and I didn't even think about like the fact that she doesn't want to be there. But the next day right. I guess she decided to call the gym owner on her own and she FaceTimed her and quit her team. Wait, your your girl my oldest. Your your oldest, I mean. Your 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 oldest. Yeah. Text she your your oldest decided to quit the team. Yep. She and she didn't even tell me she called the gym owner. Wow. So the gym owner said, well, what happened? You know, I don't understand. This is really sudden. Please tell me what's going on. You know, you can confide in me. If you don't want to speak with me about what's going on, um, you're more than welcome to talk to any of your coaches or your junior coach, whoever you feel most comfortable with. But we would like to know what happened. And she actually at point blank asked her, she said, did you talk to your mom about this? Or is this something you decided on your own? And then my oldest just burst into tears and she said, well, when we were driving home from practice the other day, blank and blank's mom had said to me, don't worry that I'm having such a difficult time flying that her daughter's going to be taking my place anyway. Whoa. So all the while your, your oldest is seen as competition. Yes. And it's interesting too because there there have been some like a rash of uh, cheerleading like nutty cheerleading mom cases um, throughout the years. Um, one recently, which is interesting, is that um, like back in March, there was a Pennsylvania woman that was arrested after making deep fake videos of her daughter's cheerleading teammates in an attempt to get them kicked off the squad. She also made phone calls. Um, in which she told one of the girls that you should kill yourself as part of a harassment camp campaign that lasted two months. And so she was, the mom was doing all of this so that like her daughter could have a prime spot in the squad. And so, so this um, nutty cheerleading mom seems to be playing like a long game, driving your kids. And, and then, so she got in her head. She got in my kid's head very, very terribly, very bad. Wow. And um, it was, it was very heartbreaking to hear this secondhand from her coaches and her gym owner, but immediately a meeting was called as it should be. And, you know, as parents with the other, with the other mom and as parents, it was just between us parents, nothing with the children. Um, Mm -hmm. It was, you know, to have a discussion about what had occurred in her car where immediately off the bat was that never occurred in my car. Nobody has ever said anything like that. And you have to be kidding me. Why am I sitting here for this? How dare you? Yeah. And I said, maybe it was a misunderstanding. Maybe she took something you said the wrong way. I kind of try to lead her down that path to just say, okay, maybe it was an innocent misunderstanding, but at least tell me what was said in the car. Please tell all of us what was said in the car because you have a child who is so passionate about this sport and has been with this one particular team. The majority of this team, they have been together for the last three years and there has never been drama between them or competition. And exactly. It is a family. Is there healthy competition? Yes. And let me be honest with you. I am one of those parents that when her kid comes and shows her her new stunt or her new trick, I do one of these. Great job, but it's not perfect. Go back and do it better. Because I don't believe in many ways in participation trophies. And I do believe that they have to put in the hard work and they shouldn't just get a, a pat on the back and say, great job. I mean, yeah. maybe that's yeah. from my own background because prior to me doing cheerleading in high school, mm-hmm. I was a gymnast and, you know, gymnasts went through some pretty hard coaching. So maybe I'm a little harsh in some aspects on my kid where I don't fawn all over her and say, oh my God, did you just see she touched her toes with such grace? Everybody look, 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 look. I don't even want you to look at my child. I want my child to look at herself and work as hard as she can for herself. Benefiting her team. You know what I mean? Um, 
So, you know, I even tried to lead her with, okay, maybe you said something and she misunderstood it. That's a big possibility, but it was no, 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 no. You know, and I'm insulting her and, and I'm causing drama. Okay. So for time, for timing also, you were, you were also healing from your surgery yes. still. Were you, were you still able to drive at that point or uh, it were, was honestly um, that meeting was held the like the day or two after I had gotten the approval from the doctor to start driving again. Oh, okay. So yeah. So as soon as you could, you could do it, you were, you were back, back on, on the road. road. Okay. And so okay. within, you know, it's an hour and a half home and, you know, it's not even that I'm active so much on Facebook, but I like to scroll at night when I'm doing nothing. So I'm scrolling and I see a Facebook oh. and it says, you think you have a temper. My temper runs just hot, as hot as fire. I am a city girl like you. Don't you come for me because I'm coming for you. Well, anybody that knows anything about what happens with my child now, you have just blasted it all. Personally, yeah. just threatened me because how is it you've driven home for an hour and a half and within an hour and a half of driving home, you suddenly got this Facebook post like you're going to kick somebody's ass. Whoa. So this was like, this is like some like Teresa Judice. Yes. Like real I housewives. wanted to flip a fucking table. Let me not lie. I wanted to flip a Whoa. table on her at that point because now I'm like. But you knew, you knew it was about you. You knew it was about you and about that meeting. Exactly. And uh-huh. even in like the veiled language, there were there any other like telltale signs of that the post was about me that it was you oh yeah it it very well was an innocent misunderstanding but you had to take it over the line Ooh. okay and was this this was on her personal page (laughs) not on okay on her personal facebook page and me being the person that i am and trying to always give everybody some positivity I sucked it up and I said to the you know to the gym I said listen I'm just gonna keep my distance and I kind of at that point I was team mom and I just said listen for the kids not to go through fighting for there not to be any friction I'm just gonna take a step away from the gym at this point relieve myself of any duties and I will just drop my kid off and I will disappear for her practices along with the other well the other one I can stay there for but you know for her practices I will drop her off and I will come back when it's when it's done and they were all okay with that because they understood at the end of the day I don't want to punish a child for a parent I don't believe in that. And you could see in her kids' eyes that they are hurt by her actions constantly. What what about your oldest and and the the mom's kids? Were they good friends? With one of them, yes. One of them and her were okay. friends. The other one and her were not friends. The other one is more like the mom. Wow. So, you know, she my she stayed away from her and really just befriended the one who was the same age as her. And it's a shame because that little girl knows, you know, there were many times when her mom would try to speak up or say something at a a team meeting and you would see the kids squirming away from her mom in an utter embarrassment. Ooh, it's like, like Ted Cruz or something, or, uh, I can't think of, uh, like a, a, a scary person, uh, I don't know, Cruella DeVille. I mean, literally, she's like, actually, no, she looks more like Groot, but let me not go there. Ooh. <laughs> Cruella DeVille. Groot DeVille. Um, she is a very sophisticated oh, lady. Highly, Great style. Highly sophisticated. Um, yeah. So after that little incident happened, um, like I said, I stayed away and I stopped really, I stopped a lot of, not so much my friendships with a lot of the moms, but where normally we would all sit, meet for coffee down the road or whatever and chat while the kids were in practice because I just didn't want to be around any of them. Uh, I didn't want to get sucked into it. I didn't want to get caught off guard. I didn't even want to see her at that point because I know my own temper too. And I said, I'm just going to be the adult and back away. Well, we had a competition. Were they friends with that mom? No, none, nobody liked her. Were they all Nobody friends? liked her at all. From the moment okay. they all met her, they were like, ouch. Because everybody really, you know, yes. I never personally asked the question that some of the other cheer moms ask. You know, I like I said, I, you move, come into our gym. It's a clean slate. I don't care what you've done elsewhere. I don't, ha- I don't want to know what you've done elsewhere. You know, 
But, you know, one of the moms had said to her, you've been to five gyms in seven years with your kids. And one of those years is is technically COVID. So you were only technically at that gym because you were locked into there because of COVID. And that really sent red flags up to a lot of other parents. And they were like, wait, five gyms in seven years? That's not normal. That's not normal. Do people switch gyms? Yes. But Mm -hmm. to switch a gym every year, there's something wrong with that. Because at the end of the day, your child hasn't even fully had the opportunity to develop a lasting relationship with her coaches or anybody like that. Yeah, so it's like it just points to maybe something happened right. where they had to switch. So, you know, like people start talking to other people in the area and they start asking questions about her. And, you know, we started finding out some, you know, some interesting facts about her, you know, like how she was overbearing and the last gym she was at, she wasn't allowed to actually walk into the gym anymore because of the way she would talk to children or And I don't want to say touch them inappropriately, but she's one of those people who's very touchy-feely. So, like, if my kid is standing there next to me, she'll put her hand on my kid's shoulder. And will that creep out some kids? Yes. Will it not creep out some kids? Yeah, it won't creep out some kids either. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say she does it inappropriately Uh because I think that's just labeling it a bad way, but they feel it's inappropriate to them. They don't want her, you know. So she was not allowed in the gym at that point, at her old gym. Whoa. Um, But none of us had known this until we started talking to other parents and, you know, really doing some investigating on her. But things started getting really bad, especially even between the girls. Um, We had a competition in March, the end of March. And, you know, I already had been keeping my distance. And I planned on staying for the whole competition to watch the other teams like I normally do because I normally stay and support every team in the gym. No matter Mm -hmm. where I went in the gym, in the in the arena she followed me oh i had seen some people from downstate who my daughter had cheered with previously and i was talking to them and next thing i know she's standing at my side oh i kind of just like i packed up my stuff and i left and as i was leaving i called one of the other moms and i said well my plans changed and before i drive an hour and a half home you know i'm gonna get my kids dinner what are you doing so like three of us decided to go out to dinner together. Three moms out of a team of 12 girls with 11 moms, because this woman who I'm talking about has two girls on the same team, okay? So three of us went out to dinner, not a whole team, three. Okay, would you personally be offended if I didn't call you and tell you, hey, I'm going to stop for dinner? No, because it's just a small group. Okay, well, this became a major event to her. Because she felt isolated. She felt very isolated. And but she was following you. She was following you. So she probably just expected you to turn around and say, Hey, I see you. Do you want to come out? Do you want to come hang out with us? I mean, had she listened to anything I had been saying to her for the last couple of weeks, she would have just known I'm not interested in talking to you or befriending you. I am here to be civil with you, and that is it. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's part of her long game because she she wanted her kid in your kids to be role. yeah we are all sitting at dinner and the girls are crying and we don't understand why the girls are crying mm-hmm. apparently her kids started asking in the group chat where everybody went and one of the girls who was with us says well i'm out to dinner with such and such the kids responded well how come you didn't invite us and she said and the girl's reply was is we were on our way home and my mom turned around and next thing we were at the restaurant and they were here too which is pretty much how this all went down anyway um Mm -hmm. next thing you know the girls phones are all blowing up tiktok is on fire one what tiktok is on fire one of the girls tiktok TikTok on fire (laughs) there one of this woman's daughters made a tiktok and tagged all the girls that were out to dinner in it saying how effed up it is that the team went out for dinner and left her and her sister behind wow then and it was totally it was totally like an a b conversation 
And they tried to see their way yes. in via a TikTok post. Oh, yeah. So not only was that posted, at that point, I called their mother and said, enough, enough. I am tired of this, enough. And she says, well, what are you talking about? I said, first off, we can see you in the TikTok as you're driving the car. So do not tell me in your Nissan Rogue that you do not hear th two laughing 10 and 11 year olds behind you and what they're doing. Do not right, lie to me. Right. I said, yeah. completely inappropriate. So she pretty much told me to get over myself and hung up the phone. So my next phone call was to the gym wow. owner to let her know what was going on because I said, I'm going to promise you if she keeps escalating this, someone's going to need bail. And <laughs> as I'm doing, Pom -poms down. As we're all trying to pay do the, the bill at Hibachi, the girl's phones yeah. are just nonstop and the tears are just flowing. Yeah. Then the next TikTok comes of her daughter going, and it was to Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Going, oops, the parents know I'm in trouble. Oh. So I screenshotted it, recorded it, all of them. And I submitted them to the gym owner because I'm done. At this point, I am done. You are festering an unhealthy environment for these children at this point. Because right. I've already called you and told you what your child is doing. And then, you know, within 45 minutes, there's another video being posted of saying, oops, I did it again. At that point, my 11-year-old's phone would be in my hand and disabled. So that it can just yes. stop. Well, I guess she likes the drama. Kind of like, you know, our friend in Pennsylvania from a few months ago, which I know all about. Um <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Was that a was that a big talk? Was oh, that, that was a, huge. Was that that's a big, huge uh, in the cheer community, along with you know varsity ripping us off and what a mega monopoly they are. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that's huge talk because unfortunately there does become this type of subculture of bullying that goes on within the sport. And that's going to be said for the majority of team sports, the majority of kids, a majority of sports altogether. There's always going to be somebody who's going to be the bully of the team, the softy of the team. It's just, it's just how it is. Yeah. But the level of harassment that these kids face because it never shuts off is, is really shameful. Yeah. yeah. But back to this story, because that could be a whole nother topic of conversation for us. Um, <laughs> so it's all reported to the gym. We have an emergency parent meeting, you know, that Monday after the weekend. And, you know, the kids are told they're no longer able to have group chats with one another. And they're not allowed to do this. And they're not allowed to do that. They're pretty much mm -hmm. told they're on a complete social media ban. They're not even allowed to mention on social media anymore that they're cheerleaders or brag about their awards or competitions that they win. Wow. In fear of this happening again. So they've pretty much been stripped yeah. of their rights. Um, so after that happened, we all try to, you know, just make peace and move on. Well, our end of the season event came up and this is when I guess it really started to, this is when it really fell apart. Um, as a team, we decided to rent some houses in Ocean City, Maryland, where these competition, where this competition was held. And it was decided okay. that it would not be open to quote unquote couples or whole families, that it would be a mother daughter house. So it would be an opportunity for okay. the moms to bond with their daughters, you know, no, you know, no siblings unless they are on a team that's competing as well. And you know what I mean? Kind of, you know, basic. Yeah. Well, she chose not to stay with us because she wanted her husband to drive his Mustang down and they wanted to have this big family grand vacation. Great. Okay. Uh -huh. But you were asked to be in our home. Well, right. Ever since the point she turned it down, it was. But how did you feel? How did you feel about asking her though? Because you already knew she, you didn't trust her. To be her. honest with you, I did and... not feel comfortable asking her. And many of the moms did not want her to stay with us. However, you do what's right. And like I said, I don't want her kids to ever feel excluded because that's not the intention. Mm -hmm. And her kids deserve that opportunity to stay with the rest of their team. And like I said, yeah, like I told her, 
your husband may not come. And she argued why it wasn't fair and this and that. I said, listen, at the end of the day, there are, you know, 10 other, you know, nine other women who are not bringing their spouses, their, you know, their boyfriends or whoever, their girlfriends, whatever. It is them and their child and that is it. So if they can make that sacrifice, you know, the choice is yours. Ultimately, you want to plan a family vacation and be in Maryland for a week. Okay, we're coming down for our weekend and that is it. Well, right. right. You could drive your Mustang later. Thank you. Thank you. I want, oh, that's a whole nother. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we all go to, you know, that we're prepping to go to Maryland and whatnot. And for the, you know, a few weeks before Maryland was, oh, are you going to plan a team dinner? Are you going to plan team get togethers while we're in Maryland? And this and that and this and that. And unfortunately, you know, at that point, my husband had had a stroke. And I said, listen, sweetheart, I'm not planning anything. I am lucky I'm even making it down there. My husband had a stroke. I, I cannot do these things you want to plan a team dinner plan a team dinner go ahead no she just kept approaching me and approaching me so when we got to maryland after i sat down and thought about it i said okay i will plan a team dinner so the very next morning by 11 o'clock in the morning i texted her and said i'm having a taco night at the team house would you like to join us immediately the response was yes can i have your address i said i'll certainly text you the address later and 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 that was it and i left it alone then I got a message from her later on in the day saying, oh, do you want to go to the boardwalk? And I said, no, I'm here with my mom and my sister, meaning I'm already at the boardwalk, but I'm with my mother and my sister who came down to meet and visit me because I hadn't seen them in months. And it was you know, and it was also one of the kids' birthdays, so they wanted to be there for their niece, granddaughter. And, yeah. Okay. you know, so my response to her was just, no, I'm sorry, I'm with my mom and my sister. Okay, but feel free to message anybody else on the team. It is not just me who is the end all and be all in everybody's social calendar. You can certainly message other people. Well, but somehow she thinks you're like the queen bee, like the grand dame of of this uh, gym. I I wish I was. (laughs) I wish I was. Boy, would then I have my way. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So... I ended up bumping in with bumping into the other moms at at the boardwalk in Ocean City. So we all were sitting down at the beach, and next thing you know, one of the girls' phones is ringing. So they pick it up, Uh-oh. and you could see from the face they're making, and they were like, "Well, why are you calling me and not her?" Apparently, she called from one of her kids' phones and was demanding they say where we were. Whoa! So. We, you know, the the girl answered, I'm at the beach and this and that. And next thing we know, they, her and the husband and the kids all showed up. So you ended up meeting us. Wow. So you ended up meeting up with us anyway, right? Nobody discluded you. Nobody told you not to come. They told you where we were, come down. So you ended up on the beach with us anyway. So crashing your, your family get together. So I pack up with my sister and my mom and I said, okay, well, I'm going to head back to the house and start getting ready for taco night. And I leave everybody out on the beach with the kids. I even left my own child out there. And one of the other moms said, I'll drive her back to the house with us. I said, okay, cool. I'm going to go get ready to make everybody dinner. Well, Mm -hmm. guess who never showed up to the dinner? Oh, after all that, all that, but that night she posted a post on Facebook saying how they were not invited to the team dinner. And blah 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 and blah 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 blah. And so on again on her personal mm-hmm. page. Again on her personal page. Whoa. Whoa. The girls were competing the very next morning, and you know I'm not not a national title is at stake. I'm not fighting with you this weekend. I'm gonna let it go. So I just let it go. I said nothing. The next day at the competition, the girls do great. Her they win. So they win jackets at this competition for winning a championship. You know, they won jackets and she did not like the size jackets that her daughters received. So too baggy. I don't honestly even know what her problem was with them because I didn't even realize what was happening because I was just too busy taking pictures. I just kind of noticed she left the crowd. And then about Mm -hmm. three minutes later, I saw our coaches and our gym owner running across the parking lot to run back into the building and apparently she had stormed the building to an athlete 
own athlete and coach only area, which you have to have gone through a background check in order to get back there, storm there without a mask and demanded new tickets for her like kids. Wow. So bad background meaning like COVID tests. Not even a COVID test. Like I personally, um, because of my heavy involvement in the gym, my gym requested that I go through what is our governing board called USASF and get what's done Mm -hmm. called a green light, which is a full background check on me. As if I were to be working as a teacher, I went through a similar background check in order to be able to have access to the kids, work with the kids and things like that. So in order to enter okay, that area in- of the building, you had to have your card and, you know, be a coach or an owner or an athlete in order to get that special, special clearance. Yes. Oh, no, she stormed it, went right through, pushed people out of the way and went right through. Like, I don't like this jacket. Yes, and demanded new jackets. And then to add insult to injury, which no child knew about and no none of us knew about, apparently the national event is held in different locations throughout the US. Like, you know, there's a hub, like we were in Ocean City, Maryland. The next one would be in like Tennessee, you know, California by you, you know, there's certain hubs so people don't have to travel cross country. Yeah. Apparently they had a different jacket altogether than the jackets that we got. And she was highly insulted that they didn't, her kids did not get this new jacket that was out that these other winners had received in other locations. So she was also complaining about that too in there. So they pretty much threw wow. her out on her butt and told her to go fly a kite. And like she yeah. stormed off with her family and, that, and you know, that was it. And then a few days later, she's asked me if I was taking the kids to my daughter to practice. And I said, yes, but I'm not sure, you know, if I'm going to be there early, late, whatever. I was looking for someone to watch my husband so I could drive and go. And she was like, well, could you pick up the girl's stuff and this and that? I said, what is the problem? Like, what happened? Like, oh, we won't be coming back. I said, well, then you can pick up your own stuff. I said, you know, you ditched the team dinner. I said, I saw your post on Facebook and now you're not coming back, but you want to sit there and play victim. When are you going to take accountability and responsibility for your own actions? And we ended up getting into like a verbal argument over it. And then, and then the stalking on, on Instagram started for my oldest. She was making fake profiles, but using, making multiple profiles on Instagram, but using the same email address on all of them, like making separate accounts. Cause she was keep getting requests saying this person is requesting you, but it's also associated to this one. And I kept hitting block and I kept hitting ignore. And then to add, you know, when that was going on and she wouldn't stop, both of our kids are brand ambassadors for uh, a cheer company. And she went into the, the, the chat for the brand ambassadors and made a public statement saying how, you know, they decided to leave their gym and it was in their best interest and that, you know, they wish my daughter and like hashtagged her, did the at symbol with everything, including like her nickname, um, saying that, you know, she was a great kid, but, you know, they don't, you know, just pretty much talking garbage and trying to bait whoa you know like we wish you the best of luck maybe one year you'll move on with us and you know just pretty much trying to you know jab and i just i i I took her out of the chat i blocked her but these requests from the profile wouldn't from that email address just wouldn't stop which is when i made the post that i made because i had reached my okay so and you so you have a you had a um you kept track of all of the, the like the finstas, like the yeah. Fake I have I have screenshots of all of them. I have screenshots of all of her Facebook threads, all of her Facebook posts, all of her chats in the brand ambassador groups, bashing my child and stuff like that, pretending to be her own child. And that's the sad part. Like she yeah. does not. She will blatantly. And and the thing is though, and this is how I caught on to it. We were sitting in our cars at practice during the winter. I heard the phone going off and I get my kid's phone from the back. And I noticed that it's 
her kid messaging in the brand ambassador group and I'm sitting there going, no, 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 because they're not allowed to have phones in the gym. That's why the phone's in the car. Otherwise, she would have put it in her backpack and brought it in. But they know they are not allowed to have phones in yeah. the gym because their their routines cannot be recorded. It's very hush-hush until they make their debuts at competition. It sounds all very goofy. Yeah, like you sit there and you communicate as your children. Like she blatantly, like, and that day was particularly funny as she was posting how she made honor roll at school. Did, did she make honor roll at school? Probably. I know the kid's a good kid, but she didn't make that post for the chat, like to go brag about it. That's the mom. The mom needs the attention and she'll take yeah. the attention yeah. as her child, which is even more sad. Yeah. Cause no kid's going to be like, I made honor roll today. Yeah, exactly. Who they're, they're talking about other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So she doesn't. She doesn't sound like a, a social media expert. No, most definitely not. Which is why it was so easy to catch her. <laughs> did Did you ever have a sense of like what her goals were for for her daughter? Like, obviously, she wanted her daughter to be a flyer. Well, she uh, believes but- that both of her kids are called what's called triple threats. And in the cheer world, okay. that pretty much means you are a, a tumbler, a flyer, a dancer, or a baser. You have mastered three elements. You know what I mean? Like, you are a triple threat. There is nothing Ooh. that, you know. And that's 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 great, and that's lovely, and I'm glad that she believes in that for her kids. But that's not necessarily the case. You know, she'll sit there and say, my kids have a tuck. And they can't do a tuck on the floor. They can do it on a trampoline. Well, I'm sorry, at 40 years old, I can still do a tuck on a trampoline because my kids have dared me and I've done it. So if at 40 and about 55 pounds overweight, I could still do it. I can't imagine a 75-pound 11-year-old having issues doing it either. Other than the fear of just flipping. You know what I mean? So in her mind, she believes that. She has posted that publicly in cheer mom groups. My kids are triple threats. My kids are this. My kids are that. They are, you know. Damn. So now what happened? What What's up with this lady? Is she still, is she still lurking? She's not lurking. And how did, and how did you get her out? I, I think my public humiliation of her posting and requesting my daughter posting her real name along with her children's names in that Instagram post that I did was enough humiliation for her because from my daughter's account, a bunch of local gyms in the area actually liked the post, which means they know that she's cuckoo. Wow. Um, So you put her on blast. I did. I put her on blast, um, but she is still attempting to contact me because I am being constantly messaged by two women who claim to be her friend and I have the situation all wrong and all these other things and that I need to stop harassing her. I said, well, considering my Instagram post is showing that she is requesting to follow, how is it the situation any different than what I've just put out there? Right, you've been the one that's been harassed. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the other way around. She's also deathly scared because if you know, I did go to the, I I went to the governing body of our sport and I reported her through our gym, which means the gym has to handle it, not me. Um, so it is in the gym's hand on how hands on how the governing body is going to either sanction her or keep an eye out on her, as far as watching her kids registrations as where they go and where they compete. Um, And I think that is enough scare for her um, to probably stay away for now. Hopefully I'm hoping that this will be the end of it because if her kids cannot cheer, then I don't know what she'll do with her. After all of this, how are, how are your kids doing? Are they back to their, their old selves are they were they really shaken up about all of this? It sounds like a ton of drama. Really shaken up about it, and she really is hurt by it. Yeah. She's hurt by a lot of it because, in her mind, she doesn't understand what she did wrong. Because I mean, to say some of the things that the woman was saying in chats, pretending to be her children, or even if it was her children, let's be honest, they really got in, in her head, and they got in her head really badly. Yeah, yeah. and it took a lot to bounce it back. You know. I am so thankful for her coaches. You hear stories in this world all the time about things like that. It's not unheard of for moms to overstep their bounds and do these things. Why? 
why because they want to honestly the only thing i can come up with is from this experience and learning what i've learned about this woman she must have not had a very great high school experience and was you know looking to her girls to fulfill anything that she didn't get to experience and use her girls to do that let's uh end this on a positive note what are, what are what are your kids' goals? Which like do they want to take this all the way? Do they want to go to the Olympics? Do they well, want to go to UCLA? Like like I, I love those uh those like viral UCLA gymnasts. Yeah. But these are gymnasts. These is this is not cheering. What what do your girls want to do? What do your what do your kids want to well, do? My oldest with this? Right and what do you hope for them? Would like to win at Summit by the time she is sixteen and win at world what summit summit is the big um world competition for d2 for smaller gyms and then you have the summit okay. which is for the larger gyms because you know they don't have kids you know coming out of a gym that maybe has 500 kids in it and can staff for 500 kids versus you know what i mean like let's just face it there's a huge yeah. you know it's the same thing but you know it's like the divisions in school, you do, you play different divisions. So they have their own, you know, world finals. And then there is worlds, which is in, you know, worlds is international worlds. And the, the routines are different. Scoring is different. And that's just like a different category. But yeah. she would like to win worlds by the time she graduates high school. And, you know, last I heard for college before she goes to nursing school, she wants to either cheer at Navarro as long as Navarro's drama is finished or. <laughs> What's Navarro? Navarro is a div a division winning powerhouse community college cheer team that has just had a lot of drama recently in the last few years in the last oh years. oh the tv show yes. cheer yes oh that right. is the kind of cheer that mine does and that is her goal she would like to cheer there for a year before she before she moves on to her four-year degree oh wow Okay, well, she's on her way. <laughs> Either that or another school down south. And then she would like to be a nurse and open her own cheer gym. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And, okay, so let's play a game. Okay. Do you want, can you play a game? Sure. So we're going to play this game. It's called fill in the blank parenting edition. Okay. The rules are simple. These are ripped from the headlines, news stories that are missing one or two keywords. And you just try to fill in the blank. Um, there are of course no winners. Um, I will still love and admire you. Uh, you, you know, no matter how, what, what you score, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just all in fun. Let's let's do this. So the first headline is Prude Patrol Parents Blast Which State High School for editing at least 60 inappropriate yearbook photos. I want to be like that's got to be in Texas or Louisiana in the south somewhere. <laughs> is that your what's what's your final? I'm going to go with like Texas. Uh, kind of close Florida. Yes. <laughs> At least so close. the parents, the, so the parents at a Florida high school are demanding an apology after their daughter's yearbook photos were edited to cover up their chests. And so there were a lot of, um, these, uh, these like, like school yearbook photos that, um, the, uh, these girls, um, had cleavage showing they had like v-neck tops or like um just kind of low low cut tops but it was like very still very conservative looking um they photoshopped them by like covering covering up the um decloutage uh mm -hmm. and it's like it's super obvious if you like google it like that it just it looks really weird so anyway that was a florida school 
Um, okay, the next headline is Bride to Be is left devastated to discover her mother blank the fiance she was so in love with slept to with date her. No, she paid. She paid the fiance to, to date the daughter. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. See, parents yeah. always step in the pounds. Oh, yeah. Like she didn't have to, she didn't have to do that. Um, but the, the bride who did not reveal her name on Buzzfeed, um, said that her mother had orchestrated the nuptials going as far as hiring a man to date and propose to her. So this mom probably wanted some grandkids and some, she, she, she wanted her daughter to get a move on. So she was going to give him like a yearly salary to stay with her daughter. Like, Wow. I guess so. I mean, I guess so. It's a pretty good job. Yeah, I almost feel like, can I have that job? No. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you'd, you'd be a polygamist also. Can I have a yearly salary just for being married to you? Like, I feel like that's necessary. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, we should, we should get paid. There should be a stipend. Thank you. Um. Okay, so number number three. School bus driver reveals how kids blank themselves to freedom after being taken hostage by an armed hijacker. Got away? Saved themselves? Um, it's, it's something that like uh, spouses do to each other sometimes. Fight? <laughs> I'm like, fight? Well, uh, you give up? Yeah. So a school bus driver reveals um, the kids nagged. They nagged themselves to freedom after being taken hostage by an armed hijacker. So a school bus driver, um, the fearless kids nagged their way to freedom after being taken hostage by an armed hijacker who cops say has tried to escape, who has tried to escape twice. The 18 kids aboard the school bus in Columbia, South Carolina, um, bombarded the escaped army trainee with so many questions, he booted them off. The bus driver told uh, Good Morning America. They asked him, was he a soldier? He said, yes. They asked him, why are you doing this? He said, um, he never did have an answer for this one. They asked, was he going to hurt them? He said, no. They asked, are you going to hurt our bus driver? He said, no. <laughs> so it's just like, it was just too many questions. They just, they couldn't deal with it. Um, smart kids. Oh my goodness. I, I mean... Thank God that that worked, but I always joke around with my kids and was like, yeah, nobody would ever want to take you. You talk too much. They'd send you right back to me. That really is true, apparently. <laughs> it, it's true. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, it's amazing how when they wake up, like kids wake up, they're just talking. Yeah. Mile a minute. Mm -hmm. Immediately. So, okay. Number four. This state. Uh, so it's the blank. This blank state overturns a 28-year-old ban on blank in schools spurred by fears it would convert students to Hinduism. So they... <laughs> wow. So, okay. So I don't... I have the randomest... I have no clue what state it is, but I'm guessing they put prayer back in school so kids won't convert? Um. So it's Alabama... Alabama overturns a 28-year-old ban on yoga in schools um, because there were fears that it would convert students to Hinduism, but chants and salutations like namaste are still forbidden. So you cannot say namaste after you, uh, you, um, you know, do, do the, uh, uh, you know, poses. Um, so the... So the uh, governor um, is giving schools the discretion to provide yoga instruction um, 
However, um, all poses need to be referred to in their English names. We speak English in this school. And the use of chanting mantras and, of course, namaste, as I mentioned, is forbidden. Parents would also need to provide permission slips before their children can be allowed to take part. Like, it's not like... This is yoga. It's this not is a not big sex deal. Ed. This is yoga, not sex ed. I don't understand. <laughs> That's yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. You I mean, yeah, no, this is really ridiculous. Like that's no stop. Mm-mm. That's that's some that's uh, wow, that's south. wild. That's the backwoods down south. Yes. Yes. Okay, so this is the last one. For all the marbles. Okay. Well, a marble. <laughs> <laughs> Which celebrity? Which celebrity reveals that her daughter and she revealed it on her on a on some kind of show. Which which celebrity reveals that her daughter mocks her about that diamond earring outburst after the seven year old came across the scene on TikTok? Ooh, I don't know anything about this. I'll be honest with you. So that was Kim K. Oh. Kim Kardashian. Nah. So Kim Kardashian was talking to Scott. Not your favorite? Not a Kardashian I met fan her one. at all. Any of them. I just don't, I don't, I don't get them. They're weird people to me. I don't understand any of it. They're very weird. And supposedly, I think it looks like they have like a tequila line or something coming out. I mean, uh, every like Kendall Jenner was in some kind of ad I, I saw. Exactly. Uh-huh. They just use this. Like, it is so hysterical how a sex video led to such a family monopoly because nobody really knew the Kardashians other than their daddy. And he was fading out anyway. Yes. Right. Her, the video, it, it, I always believed that it was the mom that produced it because it was so well produced. Like it wasn't like just, it, it was so well made. Like, you don't, you don't make, you don't, there was, there was like intention. Used to. <laughs> yes. No, not, not the movies that I've starred in. No, <laughs> kidding. And she's probably um, yeah, no, by was, like the best of the best in Hollywood so she could have the perfect bedhead. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, there was there was some thought and preparation in that video, and yeah, it made her a star. Yep, and the whole it was family a gamble that worked. The whole family, they all catapulted. From yes. That. Yeah, I mean, Kris Jenner's a she's a, she's a genius. She's well, a genius she marketer. She's an amazing momager. Yes, and you're an amazing marminger. Are you kidding would me? You, would you consider yourself a mobinger? No, because my kids don't nearly do as much. <laughs> Our life is so consumed by cheer and travel that no, there's no time for anything else. <laughs> All right. So this is this has been amazing. I've learned so much. I've learned about flying. I've learned about um finstas, like moms making finstas oh, yeah. and uh and they can use certain language I am that just telling you, uh, you really, mom. like explore a lot of these instagrams are not actually kids they all they tell you up front mom run accounts but the way these kids are pimped by their moms it's crazy wow 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 all right so that's that's my homework for for this weekend yep i just gave you so thank you so much you're welcome yes Anytime. thank you so much this is awesome All right, so we'll see you next week. I'm Yummy Coco. Keep your lamplight trimmed and burning.